welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told through the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here, your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I am your host, Fred. That great theme music's by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And today we have for you a delicious audio delight, production from the gold standard of professional audio drama, the BBC. Yes, the BBC, with the, the first time they've ever been featured here on Radio Drama Revival, was a show by John Dryden. Um, he's an inspired audio producer. I had the delight to work with him on the first few weeks of August in New York City, just about a month ago. Uh, we did a show called Severed Threads. I was sound guy. Um, if you've seen what I've done with Final Room Productions, John Dryden records much in the same way, going on location, um, in this case, to India, London, and New York City to record a story about three lives intertwined through... Um, a story of cheap labor and cheap t-shirts and uh, the people whose lives are affected by all that. Um, The show today is a spectacular and inspired adaptation of Margaret Atwood's cautionary novel, The Handmaid's Tale. I'm sure you remember that from college years or maybe even more recently. I'm sure you'll agree with me as well that it has transitioned to audio very, very well. Um, John's done a very nice job with the the adaptation, um, delightful bits of audio um, th- throughout it, and uh, it's just a pleasure to be able to play this show. Uh, we have the story of a woman, a handmaid, uh, who goes from life in the free world of modern America to that of an oppressive religious regime. Um, I think their story is pretty self-explanatory after that and what it's trying to instruct us about. And in this day of tea partiers and Koran burners, it's just a little bit too close to home. So here we have for you the BBC's Handmaid's Tale Part 1. Passports there? Mm, right here. Yeah, are you sure Daisy isn't going to wake? Daisy? Daisy, honey. I gave her half a mogadon, she'll be out for a bit. Daisy. Yep, she's out. This is the border. I love you, Luke. We're gonna get through this, baby. You'll see. Hi there, how you doing? <laughs> We're doing fine. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Could you turn your engine off, please? Mm-hmm. May I see your passports? Honey? Where are you heading, sir? Just over to New Brunswick to see family. How long are you going? I don't know, just a few days, I guess. You had a lot of luggage for a few days. Yeah, I guess. Mm. The child doesn't have a passport? Uh, she's only four. She's on my passport. Uh, there, you see? Daisy. Oh, okay. How long have you been married? Five years. Has your union been blessed in the eyes of the good Lord? Yes. Can I see the certificate? Honey? Sure. Here. Uh, This is the old certificate. Were you married in the church? No. No, but we've since had the marriage blessed. Can I see the certificate, sir? Honey, we we did bring, didn't we? Or did we 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 leave that at home? I I don't know. Um... Uh, Officer, I I think we we might have left it at home. Okay. But do we have to have it? I can assure you, we are man and wife in the eyes of the good Lord. Well, that's okay. So I just need to ask you a few questions. You got married in the bad days, and you now have the marriage blessed. Is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Have either of you been divorced? No. Both of you? No. no. Was the child born before or after your blessing? Before. After. No. <laughs> after, yeah, I honey. Think after. Okay, if you could just pull your car over to the side here, I just need to run a check on the computer. 
Why? Is there is there a problem? Just do as I ask, please, sir. <laughs> Come on, bud. We, we've had a long drive. Is, is there any way we can sort this out? Sure, just pull in over here. Look, look, things were different before. You know that. You can't just change all the laws overnight. Actually, sir, no one's changed the laws. They're in the good book for all to see. They have been for a long, long time. You just failed to observe them. I'm trying to cooperate with you here. Hand me the keys to your car. Don't you feel ashamed of yourself? Hand me the keys to your car. Just do it. Have some assistance over here? No, 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 no. Luke! No, this is bad, honey. We've, we've got to get out of here. I'm not gonna let them take you away. Look, there's nowhere for us to hide. Slow down. Baby, oh, honey, don't cry. Mommy's here. Look, I can't take this. Just relax. You're making things worse. This is crazy. It's doing my mind. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Look. What's happened to the world? What's happened? I would like to believe this is a story I'm telling. If it's a story, then I have control over the ending. Then there will be an ending and real life will come after it. I can pick up where I left off. But it isn't a story I'm telling. Can you hear me? Wake up. You think she's faking it? I'll give her another dose. Are you awake? Wake up! How are you feeling? Where am I? You've had a shock. She. What have you done with her? She is in good hands. I want to see her. She's with people who are fit. You are unfit. But you want the best for her, don't you? I want to see her. Where am I? We are going to teach you to be a better person. I want to see my husband. Men aren't allowed in here except doctors and guardians. Where's my husband? Oh, no. Let's not pretend. You know he wasn't your husband. Not in the eyes of the good Lord. I want to see Luke. I think that's quite enough now. But I need to know, please. I need to know. Doctor. Please. Doctor. No, don't make I me. I think she's had enough. Don't make me sleep, please. No, no, just, no, no, just no, no, lie no, back, no. lie back. Count to ten. Count to ten. That's right. She's got a dress on. Has she indeed? A pretty. She. She thought we were going to a picnic. A picnic. We didn't want her to know where we were really going. Is that so? Yes, we. My name is Aunt Lydia. I run this establishment, which, for those of you who don't know, is called the Rachel and Leah Re-Education Center. It is one of several colleges for the training of handmaids and is funded by central government. I want to tell you about the old world. Better still, let me show you something. Aunt Elizabeth, play the video. They called it the summer of love, and with the temperature well up into the 90s, it's no surprise the that the spectacles women used to make of themselves. They want to have fun, to enjoy the in the park, lying on blankets, men and women together sometimes, oiling themselves like roast meat on a spit. 
bare backs and shoulders on the street, in public, and legs not even stockings on them. Gilbert's holidays are designed to help gay men get together and have fun. Right they called it freedom. All the work, you do all the fun. Check out the hot tubs on the freedom. You want to meet young, friendly college girls. To do as anyone pleases. Beautiful girls on our books just waiting to meet you. Hi there, I'm the plumber. I heard you have a leak. Yeah, it's in Freedom for women to go to work like a man. Freedom not to get married. Freedom to divorce. Freedom to flirt with women for women call gals. Freedom to indulge in the most depraved sexual acts. Freedom to murder babies before they were even born. Sit down on the bed. Okay, but what kind of a world did we create? How did we move so far away from the standards set for us by the good Lord? No wonder things used to happen. No wonder women were exploited, abused, raped, even murdered. She was found in a shallow grave just 200 yards from the road. Police say she had been brutally beaten about the head and... There is more than one kind of freedom. Freedom to and freedom from. In the days of anarchy, it was freedom to. Now you are being given freedom from. Don't underrate it. I'll be honest with you. Not all of you will make it through this establishment. Some of you will fall on dry ground. Some of you will be strangled by thorns. Some of you are shallow-rooted. I want you to think of yourselves as seeds. We are planting a new society. Those of you who make it through will be the founding mothers of a new and better world. Are you awake? Sort of. This used to be my high school. Really? Before, this was the gymnasium, not a dormitory. They used to have dances in here. Shh, not so loud. baby away. They took my daughter. They said if I was good, I might get him back. I don't think so. They put them with other families. No, they said if I'm a good girl, they would. Listen, they're not going to do anything for you. This is a bad, bad situation. Things have got way out of hand. No, it's my fault. You see, I've been a bad person. I deserve to be punished. You're crazy. No. That's why I'm here. I've done so many things, you see, immoral, like a dance is here, things a girl shouldn't do. Maybe I was influenced, TV. But, oh, you wouldn't believe. See, I didn't know about the good book then. I had so many bad thoughts. Now I want to learn. I want to learn to be a good person. Yeah, sure. You're the same, you know. Only the bad girls come here. We have to learn to be good. Can you be quiet? I want to get some sleep. The nighttime is my own, to do with as I will, my time out. 
Where shall I go? Where shall I go back to? You know, I get a lot of people asking for advice. Now, just yesterday, I had a call from an acquaintance, a hotshot advertising executive. Oh, yes. Well, she said, my husband and I don't get on anymore. All right, I said, what's the problem? Well, I don't know, she said, we've just grown apart. She's on. Heart. It's that Serena Joy God, woman again. Come and look. Are you kidding? She's the bitch. You don't want to watch her. Oh, I just love this apart. woman. You never She's see such a bitch. If you are so busy working Can you believe money, this stuff? Moira, you're getting ashes on my sofa. God, I cannot believe people can take her seriously. To pay for the babysitter you don't need. To look after the kids because you're never at home. To pay for all those frozen dinners you don't need because you don't have time to cook. Well, of course you're gonna grow apart! Women are We're doing the spoof letters page in the magazine. Serena? My car won't start. What shall I do? Stop trying to be a man. You know, that kind of thing. Hope it doesn't nuts. As if she'd even notice. We've got a big readership. Well, considering we're just a small town magazine. It's much bigger than our sales because people pass the magazine around once they've read it. We had a survey done. You're getting ashes on the sofa. Use the ashtray. I'm sorry. Why have you grown apart? Because you are not behaving like a wife. You want my advice, lady? Be a wife. Be a wife. Let's praise the Lord together. Well, let's go out for a beer. Uh, I've got to do a presentation tomorrow morning at the library. What about? Transferring books to computer disk. Why would you do that? To cut down on storage space. Wow. I've got to finish an article on date rape. Date rape? You're so trendy. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like some kind of dessert? Date rape. <laughs> So, get your coat. We're going for a beer. We can work later, right? I don't know. Wait a minute. Has something happened to you? New man in your life, perhaps? All right, I'll come. I'm borrowing five bucks off you, okay? I don't approve of it. Uh, Moira, I can't believe you. No, he's a married man. You're poaching on another woman's ground. Luke isn't a fish. <laughs> He's a human being and can make his own decisions. Besides, he doesn't love his wife. You're rationalizing. Hi. Hi. I'm Janine. I'll be your waitress tonight. Hi, Janine. Can I get you started off with something to drink? Mm-hmm. Two beers? Mm. Great. Coming right up. Anyway, you're not in love with him. How can you say that? You're in love with the hotels, the covert oh. meetings, the excitement. You're in love with getting away from that cockroach-infested apartment, the dripping sink, and the noisy students upstairs. You'll get over him. Well, you got any more smokes? <coughs> Give me children, or else I die. And Jacob was angry with Rachel and said, can I take the place of God who denied thee children? And she said, here is my slave girl, Bila. Lie with her. And she shall bear upon my knees, that I may also have children by her. So she gave him her slave girl, Billa. And Jacob lay with her. I'm going to read it to you again. I want you to pay attention. Give me children or else I die. And Jacob was angry with Rachel and said, Can I take the universe, thank you. Thank you for creating me Make me fruitful, mortify my flesh that I may be multiplied. Making a spectacle of yourself, Janine. God, King of the Universe, thank you. Thank you for creating me a woman. Make me fruitful, mortify my flesh. See, here, this is birth rate per thousand. See the slippery slope down down here past the line of replacement there was no one cause of course some women believed there would be no future they thought the world would explode that was the excuse they used they said there was no use in breeding they were lazy women 
They were sluts. Well, the world didn't explode. <laughs> this is year zero, and all of us here will lick you into shape. There were newcomers most nights, carried in drugged and wounded by the odds. It was only a matter of time before Moira arrived. before you get caught. Where can we talk? The washrooms. After testifying tomorrow, we, we get a short break. Testifying? It's a kind of therapy. You'll see. Oh. Just meet me in the install, okay? <coughs> All right. This is interesting, everyone. Now, you tell me, Janine, how did it make you feel? Aunt Elizabeth once headed a Weight Watchers franchise operation in Iowa. She's good at testifying. I felt unclean. I wanted to wash it away. And what do you think of the men who did this to you? I wanted to castrate them. She told the same story last week, how she was gang raped at 14 and had an abortion. It may not even be true. At testifying, it's safer to make things up than to say you have nothing to reveal. But whose fault was it? Who led them on, Janine? Anyone? Her fault. Who led them on? You. Me? Yes. Who led them on? The, well, I guess they just led each other on, you know, like guys do. Wrong. Anyone else? Who led them on? She cheated. And why did God allow such a terrible thing to happen? Why do you think, Janine? To teach me a lesson. It was my fault. I led them on. I deserve the pain. <clears throat> Very good, Janine. You see, all flesh is weak. They can't help it. God made them that way, but he did not make you that way. He made you different. It is up to you to set the boundaries. <coughs> Jeez, this is a loony bin. Who was that? <coughs> I'm sorry to interrupt. It's this cold I've got. <coughs> I'm doing my best, you know. I'm trying to give you the best chance you can have. Don't think it's easy for me, either. The washroom used to be for boys. The mirrors have been replaced by oblongs of dull gray metals. There were incidents in the washrooms at first. There were cuttings, drownings. But the urinals are still there, white enamel with yellow stains. They look oddly like babies' coffins. Janine. Hello. 
My name is Janine. I'll be your waitress this morning. Can I get you some coffee to begin with? Oh, Christ, snap out of it, Janine. You have a nice day now. <gasps> what did you hit me for? Wasn't it good? I can bring you another. You didn't have to hit me. Don't you know what they'll do? Look at me. My name is Moira, and this is the Red Center. Look at me. Moira? I don't know any Moira. They won't send you to the infirmary, so don't even think about it. They won't mess around with trying to cure you. They won't even bother to send you to the colonies. You go too far away, and they just take you up to the chemistry lab and shoot you. Then they burn you up with the garbage like an unwoman, so forget it. I want to go home now. Jesus, God, that's enough. She'll be here in one minute, I promise you. So put your goddamn clothes on and shut up. I want my baby. That's right. Off with your nightgown. On with your dress. She does that again and I'm not here. You just have to slap her like that. You can't let her go slipping over the edge. That stuff is catching. I'm Mike Moore and this is World News Hour. Luke. Coming up. Luke. If I'm going to live here with you, I want you to get rid of her clothes. I can't live like this. See my wallet. Luke. I'm late for work. You feed the cat. You're not listening to me. I heard you. If you don't get rid of your wife's clothes, I'm gonna start wearing them. I'm late. I gotta go. Bye. I have them. These attacks of the past, like faintness. A wave sweeping over my head. Hello? Hello? Husband thieving bitch. Honey? What's wrong? It's your wife again. Not again. I'm gonna call her and oh, straighten no, this Luke, thing out. No, that's just what she wants. It just makes things worse. Just li leave it. Hello? Luke, that's you. I want this to stop. Do you understand? I want to talk. You know what? I don't care. Please. You leave us alone. Some of you, no doubt, will have had your sleep disturbed during the night, caused by the antics of this girl here. We come down hard on people who break the rules, but we're not uncharitable. This girl can consider herself very lucky. She's being given a second chance. Moira. <coughs> Why are you doing this to us? Why am I? I think we all have a right to know. Don't you like it here? I, I don't know. We all suffer, Moira, by your actions. It says to me, you don't take your new calling seriously. That hurts. 
A handmaid is a position of honor. I want to invite anyone in the class here to ask Moira about what she did. Anyone? Yes, Janine. I just... Stand up. Come to the front. I just want to say how much hurt you caused me and all of us. We were so concerned for you, Moira, when we thought you were ill and all, and then when Aunt Lydia said that you were faking, I, I like, how could you? And, and all Aunt Lydia's done for us in a handmaid's a position of honor. Where's your pride? Thank you, Jenny. You see what you've done, Moira. Who else? You. Stand up. Come here, out front. Now, what's your question to Moira? Moira. Moira. Yes? Why did you run away? Good question. Moira? I'm sorry. Yeah. Eventually, you will see things clearly. You will cooperate with us. All of you. For some, the process will take longer. I recommend to you all the path of least resistance. You are a transitional generation. It is hardest for you. We understand the sacrifices you are being expected to make. For the ones who come after you, it'll be easier. They will accept their duties with willing hearts. It's strange now to think about having a job. All those women having jobs, hard to imagine now, but thousands of them had jobs, millions. It was considered the normal thing. Are uh, these ready for the shredder? Uh, that pile there. I worked in a library, transferring books to computer disk to cut down on storage space and replacement costs, they said. Diskers, we called ourselves. After the books were transferred, they were put in the shredder. Uh, can I keep these ones, though? I thought I might take them home with me. Why would you want to do that? Well, I don't know. A book might be worth something one day. <laughs> <laughs> sure, take as many as you want. <laughs> it wasn't a great job, but it suited me. Flexible hours, especially since Luke and I got together and had Daisy. Can you just uh, put these in the back, honey? I'm going to put Daisy in her seat. Yeah. Come on, sweetie. She comes back to me at different ages. This is how I know she's not a ghost. If she was a ghost, she would be the same age always. Uh, honey, hmm? did you get the hamburger meat? Oh, no, I forgot. Uh, I'm sorry. You don't need it. You eat too much meat. I do not eat too much meat. Men need more meat than women. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. There have been studies. Men and women are different. Are you listening to your daddy here, honey? Fine, if you want the hamburger, go yeah. get it. Okay, I'm going to go get it. You unload the cart. Oh. Thank you, that's really helpful. <laughs> it was a Saturday. Mommy's will be right back. <laughs> which was when Luke and I did the week's shopping. Daisy was 11 months. You know, your daddy isn't very helpful, is he, honey? It was before things started getting really bad. Excuse me. Excuse me, what are you doing? This child is mine. Okay, give her back to me. Can somebody me. help me, no. please? Let go of me. It's my child. Just give her to me. Just let go. No, you're hurting her. No. Just give her to me. It's all right, Daisy. Mommy's here. Mommy's got you. He sent me a sign. Who sent you a sign? The Lord promised me this child. This woman. The Lord gave me this child. All right, all right, all right. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. The Lord promised me a child. Okay, Mavis, 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 would you call the police, please? Would you call the police, please? Okay, okay, we're going to get you some help, Mavis. Come on, Daisy. Come on, sweetie. It's okay. Mommy's here. Mommy's got you. Well, again, 
I apologize. I'm very, very sorry that this happened outside my store. This kind of thing seems to be happening more and more. Really? Mm. But I guess that's only natural, huh? Natural? Well, everyone wants kids. Yeah. But then for women, I guess that urge is uh, stronger. Yes. Now, would you like to call anyone? Uh, no, it's all right. My husband is here. Um, thank you for your help. Oh, no problem. Have a nice day now. I'm too tired to go on with this story. Here's a different story. Better one. This is what happened to Moira. I heard it from Alma, who heard it from Dolores, who heard it from Janine. Janine heard it from Aunt Lydia. There can be alliances in such a place. There will always be alliances, of one kind or another. Come in. Blessed be the fruit. May the Lord open. Close the door. Something terrible has happened. Janine, do you know about it? No, Aunt Lydia. Because if you do, I will be very disappointed in you. As the Lord is my witness. Moira is no longer with us. Oh. Is she dead? No. She's gone. During exercises, she asked to go to the washroom. Aunt Elizabeth? Aunt Elizabeth, the toilet's overflowing. Not again. Can you come and fix it? Someone is doing this on purpose. If this continues, I promise we'll ration the toilet paper. Where are you? In here. Oh. Disgusting. Move out of the way. We need to take the top off. Stick it all the way in. I'll puncture your lung. Shut up. She had dismantled one of the toilets and taken out this. Oh, what is it? It's part of the cistern. It doesn't matter. Aunt Elizabeth couldn't see what was poking her in the back, but she was a brave woman. Yes. But not foolhardy. She did what Moira said. All right, let's go. Moira, oh, shut up. They're going to blame me for this, you know. Just shut your mouth and All right, all right. Here. The exit's that way. Why? Why are we going into the furnace room? Take off your clothes. Oh no. Please, please. Take no. them off. Give them to me. Turn around. Uh, not too tight. Please. I don't know why you're doing this to me, Myra. Open your mouth. I have always been fair and honest with you. Wider. Uh -huh. There. Don't struggle or you'll choke. I could kill you, you know. I could injure you so badly you'd never feel good in your body again. Just remember I didn't if it ever comes to that. All right? She walked straight out of the front door. The guards thought she was an aunt. She seemed to know where she was going. She even saluted at the gate and disappeared. She is a cunning and dangerous woman. She treated Aunt Elizabeth appallingly. So, Janine, here is what I want you to do. I want you to keep your ears open. Maybe one of the others was involved. Yes. And come and tell me about it, won't you, dear? If you hear anything, Yes, Aunt Lydia. Yes. The story passed among us that night in the semi-darkness under our breath from bed to bed. Moira was out there somewhere, 
Moira had power now. She'd been set loose. She'd set herself loose. I think we found this frightening. Moira was like an elevator with open sides. She made us dizzy. Already we were finding these walls secure. But when you go from this place to answer your calling, to take your positions in your designated households, it is not the husbands you have to watch out for. It's the wives. You should always try to imagine what they must be feeling. All of you here have been blessed with the most treasured gift a woman can have. Don't be surprised that some wives will resent you for it. Of course they'll resent you. It's only natural. Try to feel for them. Try to pity them. Forgive them, for they know not what they do. You must realize that they are defeated women. They have been unable to... Ah. This is what happened. It's now 24 hours since the first incident occurred. The message from the White House is that everyone should keep calm. It was after the catastrophe, after they shot the president, and the army declared a state of emergency. Outside the White House for more. Mark, is there any further news? Yes, Mike, we have been told that the state of emergency is a temporary measure to curb fringe elements within the country. They had worked their way into the system. They had people in powerful positions in schools, local councils, Congress. And the advice we are being given is that everyone should remain at home if they possibly can. But as time passed, we lived, as usual, by ignoring. And is there any indication of how long... Ignoring isn't the same as ignorance. You have to work at it. Are you planning to drop by the store on your way to work? I could. But they didn't deliver today. Again. Look, could you ask them what's happening? Uh, don't worry, I'll take care of you. With a massive power struggle within the corridors of the White House. Then, before we knew it, everything had changed. First, they shut down most of the television stations and newspapers. Hi there. Hi. Um, we didn't receive our paper this morning, and we haven't for three days. Oh, well, you're not the only one, honey. Really? Yeah, we haven't had any newspapers all week. Why not? National distribution problem? Oh. I don't know, something like that. Oh, they didn't mention it on television. No, I, I guess not. Hello. Hi. Can I get you anything? Um, yeah, a pack of marbles. Go. Thanks. I see that uh, Porno Mart across the street is closed down. Oh, yes, it was high time somebody did something. Well, did they just close it or what? Well, who knows? Who cares? Maybe they just moved him somewhere else, whatever. But you really got to hand it to this new council. They have cleaned up the area a lot. You know, in the evenings, if you came around here before, you'd get people hanging around, mm -hmm. hookers and things. Mm -hmm. You don't get that anymore. That's got to be a good thing. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll see ya. See ya. Can I help you? The next morning, after dropping Daisy off at school, no children walked to school anymore. There had been too many disappearances. She was three or four now. I stopped by the same store for another pack. Excuse me. Hmm. Can I help you? Um, yeah, a pack of Marlboros, please. I was smoking more these days. It was the tension. You could feel it. Thanks. Is she sick? Who? The woman who's usually here. How should I know? Your card's not registering. Uh, uh, sorry, this number's not valid. Ooh. That's ridiculous. I've got plenty of money in my account. Just try it again. It's not valid. See the red light? It means it's not valid. Well, you must have made a mistake. Try it again. Yeah, see? Well, there's obviously some mix-up somewhere. I'll phone them from the office. You do that. At about two o'clock after lunch, my boss called me into his office. 
Hey, you wanted to see me? Uh, yes, come in. I uh, have something to tell you. What? I'm sorry, but it's the law. I really am sorry. <laughs> For what? Are you all right? I have to let you go. It's, it's the law. I, I have to. It's, it's not just you. I have to let you all go. We're being fired? But why? Uh, not fired. Let go. You can't work here anymore. It's the law. How can you do this? It isn't me. You, you don't understand. Please, go now. They're outside. If you don't go now, they'll come in themselves. They gave me ten minutes. Just, just leave the machines. Just go. When I got back to the house, nobody was there. Luke was still at work. My daughter was at school. I tried phoning the bank again, but only got the same recording. been fired. Okay. First we'll have a drink. Where's the corkscrew? It's right in front of you. Tried getting anything on your compu card today? Yes, my card got rejected. They've frozen them. Any account with an F on it instead of an M, all they need to do is push a few buttons. We're cut off. I've got over $2,000 in the bank. Women can't hold property anymore. It's a new law. Turn on the TV today? No. It's on there, all over the place. This is... I, mean, I can't believe. I'm not at all surprised. I always knew this is where we were heading. So they've confiscated all my money? Well, Luke can use your comp account for you. They'll transfer your number to him, or that's what they say. Husbands or male next of kin. Yeah, but what about you? I'll go underground. Some of the gays can take over our numbers and buy us things we need. But why? Why did they? They had to do it that way. The copy counts and the jobs both at once. Can you picture the airports otherwise? They don't want us going anywhere. You can bet on that. I went to pick Daisy up from school. I drove with exaggerated care. They had set up roadblocks and were checking everyone's identity cards. Honey, I'm home. By the time Luke got home, I was sitting at the kitchen table. She was drawing with felt pens at her own little table in the corner, where her paintings were taped up next to the refrigerator. I heard. On the radio, driving home. Oh, Luke. Don't worry. It's only temporary. Did they say why? We'll get through it. I don't know what it's like. I feel as if somebody cut off my feet. It's only a job. So I guess you get all the money and I'm not even dead. You know, I will always take care of you. Luke, you're already beginning to patronize me. Well, you're already beginning to get paranoid. There were marches, of course. A lot of women and some men. But they were smaller than you might have thought. I guess... People were scared. And when it was known that the police or the army or whoever they were would open fire almost as soon as any of the marches even started, the marches stopped. There is no official confirmation of the number killed, but it a few is things were blown up, ten, including three generations of a single family, post office, subway stations. Fatalities. But as you can imagine, Ted, it is chaotic here and very difficult. But to you could never be sure who was doing it. Police are saying nothing, and there is no indication yet of who is responsible for this. Yet another. It could have been the army to justify the computer searches and the other ones, the door to doors. 
Okay. Do you want to stay? Mm. Yeah, terrific, guys. Shampooed the carpet. I've baked some cookies. I've ironed the laundry. I've got your supper ready. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. After a few weeks, I started to behave <gasps> irrationally. I tried not to cry in front of Daisy and at meal times. During the day when Daisy was at school, I would sit beside the bedroom window, staring out. I didn't know many of the neighbors, and when we met in the elevator or in the corridors outside our apartment, we were careful to exchange nothing more than the ordinary greeting. Blessed be the fruit. Uh, yes, uh, may the Lord open. Nobody wanted to be reported for disloyalty. each other. Luke, don't talk to me like that. Nobody's taking anything away from you. All right. It's not particularly pleasant for me either. Really? Yes. Really. The night before we left the house, that last time, I was walking through the rooms. We'd packed what we could fit in the car. I was just walking through here and there, looking at things, at the arrangement we'd made together for our life. I had some idea that I would be able to remember afterwards what it had looked like. Then Luke had a thought. The cat. We can't just leave her here. Why can't we take her with us? You don't take a cat for a weekend trip across the border. Well, we have to do something with her. We can't just leave her outside. Luke. She's just gonna hang around and meow at the door. Someone will notice that we were gone. We could give her away. I mean, one of the neighbors might take her in. We, Luke, we can't. I'll take care of it. Where is it? It's in the bedroom under the bed. I should have gone with him. Taken that small responsibility. I should at least have asked him about it afterwards so he didn't have to carry it alone. Because that little sacrifice, that snuffing out of love, was done for my sake as well. Instead, I sat in the living room, hands folded in my lap. All right. Get Daisy. Time to go. All right. And when you look back at your time here, I hope and pray that you will look back with a thankful heart and remember what we have done for you. Myself, Aunt Elizabeth, Aunt Helena, Aunt Sarah, and the others. The future is in your hands. Grasp it. Now, girls, go forth and multiply. She thought we were going on a picnic. We didn't want her to know where we were really going. We, we didn't want her to tell by mistake reveal anything if we were stopped. We didn't want to lay upon her the burden of our truth. Why are we stopping? It's a Saturday morning in September. 
Can I see your passports? Sure, honey. It's a beautiful day, officer. Praise the Lord. Beautiful. Praise me. Supposed to get some rain, though, later. Really? Yeah, storm's coming in. Huh. Just heard the weather report. You drive safely now, okay? God bless you. Have a nice day. Pretty good, huh? You all right, honey? I'm fine. But you're white as a sheet. That was only a checkpoint. There's gonna be a few more of those before we reach the border. At least we know the passports are good. Hmm? Just relax. We'll get out. Everything's normal, right? Right. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. That's not normal. Happy is not normal. Happy will arouse suspicions, I swear. What, I'm not allowed to be happy? No, no, definitely not. No one's happy anymore. What does Daisy think? Hey, is Daddy allowed to be happy, honey? If you're happy, you're happy. Ah, uh, see? Okay, then, everybody. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. Come on. Come on, Mom. I've got a beautiful feeling. Everything's going. I try to remember what they looked like. I try to hold them still behind my eyes. Their faces, like pictures in an album. But they won't stay still for me. They move. There's a smile and it's gone. Their features curl and bend as if the paper is burning. Blackness eats them. Stay with me. Stay with me. But they won't. It's my fault. I'm forgetting too much. In episode one of The Handmaid's Tale, the part of Offred was played by Marsha Dietlin, Luke by Christopher Burns, Daisy by Matilda O'Neill, Aunt Lydia by Marion Seldes, Janine by Emma Roberts, Moira by Tasha Lawrence, Serena Joy by Leslie Hendricks, Aunt Elizabeth by Peggy Price. Other parts were played by Earl Hindman, Dylan Chalfie, Kristen Marks, Bruce Sabbath, Edward Tully, Harry Ditson, and Joseph May. The original score was composed by Sasha Putnam, Nick Russell-Pavia, and Mitch Ogubwa. The Handmaid's Tale was a Goldhawk Universal production for BBC Radio 4. It was produced by Jane Quill, and dramatised and directed by John Dryden. And that was The Handmaid's Tale, part one by Margaret Atwood, um, adapted for radio by John Dryden and the BBC. It is a spectacularly compelling production that... We will continue to feature next week a few more episodes. Um, in the meantime, if uh, you'd like to learn more about all the audio drama news that's happening, follow us on Twitter, at Radio Drama. You can also get more or less the same thing on Facebook. Go on the Radio Drama Revival Facebook page, or on iTunes, search for Radio Drama Revival to subscribe to this podcast. Um, that, however, wraps it up for this week. Radio Drama Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalgh. Copyright of individual shows remains their original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you like. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM, Greater Portland, Maine's Community Radio. This podcast at radiodramarevival.com is a labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week. Mm-hmm.